episode 30, January 20th, 2024, driving over towards Grand Teton Park for some skiing, and uh, bothering the big things as usual, the, the information age, for instance, we're in that, right, the, the, the age of the internet, readily accessible information. And, and am I am I incorrect in remembering the promise of the information age? We wouldn't need to know so much. We wouldn't need to learn so much. We wouldn't need to retain so many details. And uh, like like so much about the internet, the that promise seems unfulfilled and in fact inverted. I. I consume a great deal of information, as we all do, for day-to-day life and work. And uh, and you know, it's there. I can access it. It's a resource online, some way or another. I don't have to actually file it away, but I do. My brain inevitably files this information away. Notably, right now. Avalanche hazard has was has been high for six days in a row. Uh, old timers in the Tetons say they never remember six days of high hazard in a row. And in fact, today is the first day it dropped down to considerable hazard. So it's it, we, we broke the streak, but it doesn't have any meaningful. Uh, that that decrease in, in the hazard rating is not meaningful for what we do. The fact of the matter is that high hazard, what I do for work and fun, it becomes quite simple. I just avoid the avalanche terrain entirely. And uh, that's quite simple. All I need to know is that the hazard is high, and that triggers this very simple pivot slash uh, omission of, of anything, any bits of mountain that could make an avalanche. Uh, however, that's not the, the reality of, of this study, these current conditions, does not manifest so simply. There we have daily meetings associated with guiding. It depends on which company I'm working for at any given moment, but there's a daily daily study. And the daily study seems to lengthen with hazard, like this direct relationship. The lower the hazard, the the simpler the, the study. While the decision making it's sort of parabolic. The, the low hazard is simple decision making. Medium hazard is more complex, and high hazard it gets simple again, nonlinear. The, uh, the degree of study and discussion is is not so nonlinear. Uh, we're discussing slab characteristics and weak layer bonding, and you know all these things, and, and then the human overlay. How do institutions 
manage this risk and accommodate this risk and move forward? What will we have to see to change the current operational mindset? Uh, you know, revisiting the, the scientific papers on all this, the, the foundational scientific papers to these different decision-making rubrics and such. Uh, again, all this information that's out there that I've, that I've been exposed to in the past is, is returning to my brain. And a paradox within a paradox. The information age suggests that the promise of the information age suggests that we shouldn't have to memorize so much. And on a, a more localized scale right now, the, the high avalanche hazard should make decision making easier, but it, but it definitely is manifesting in a more complex fashion. This latter point, I, is a function of, of how, uh, how how guides process this stuff. To, to be quite frank, it is it is real exciting to have a lot going on, to ha to have a high hazard, uh, just just that it exists. The inherent existence of this elevated hazard is actually very exciting to a lot of different personality types. In in the mountain profession, so that informs the uh, the decision making. It's also our clients expect us to be to be sort of looking ahead and looking for every opportunity. I had a great uh, experience yesterday with a longtime client. I built a great solid rapport with, and uh, we had lofty, lofty goals for her visit here to the Tetons. This, this month, she's been here for weeks, uh, skiing with myself and other guides. And the hazard, you know, meant she had to adapt, we had to adapt her goals. And uh, the As it turned out, we kept pivoting, kept kept dialing it back, dialing it back, changing, adapting, uh, and and I stressed about that. You know, I felt bad, I felt, and I felt responsible to, to look for safe opportunities to, to simulate her goals or, or approximate her her goals, and because uh, of the because of the rapport we built, and because of the, in that in that rapport, a very important part of that rapport is that uh, she trusts that I'm looking for every opportunity, every every narrow pathway through these risks, literally and figuratively. Uh, and she trusts in that because that is what I'm actually doing. And because she trusts in that, it makes the safe conservative pivots, very easy interpersonally to do. Uh, so the decision-making should be quite simple, but the overall job is, is more complex than that. And the interpersonal side of it relies upon uh, a trust, and, and a trust born of, of you know, knowing we're each playing our roles. And my role, one of my many roles as a as a non-guide is to, to be 
pushing the pushing the limits, looking for the opportunities within the constraints. Uh, so it's it's baked in, but it's also just this like paradoxical uh, surprise, if you will, to 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 realize that simple decision making is not so simple. And that on the on the topic of the information age, like this is this is just a, a window into in our lives right now. It just seems like there's a lot going on in the leveraging the internet to to learn things and do things. We're raising a child, and and there's a plethora of information out there, and that information is is squarely lodged in the active part of my brain right now and processing all that. And then the specifics of family life are not going to appear on the internet. And those things are spinning around. We've got vehicle problems. So I'm researching, you know, 2001 F-150 starter diagnosis. You know, I don't need to know anything about a starter because I can look it up. But as it turns out, my brain does indeed learn about starters uh, and so on and so on the list can go on and on but it, it it's it's just striking me how the uh, the promise of the internet the the, the the idea that widespread access to good information will, will set our brains free is a, is a hollow promise. Uh, it's something else. We still need to set our own darn brains free, as it turns out. And that's what uh, playing with a toddler is for, and that's what powder skiing is for, I think. And that's what family dinners are for, and shooting the shit with colleagues and friends is for. Uh, it's not going to just come out of the blue, as it turns out. We all know this, but I'm living it. I'm living it right now. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, those are the kinds of things I'm thinking about.